I want to emphasize to people that it's the whole journey. It's not, I'm getting ready for this wedding. And before that's what it was. It was these Mm -hmm. short term. I need to get ready for this dress. I need to get ready for summer. Like, no, this more, this is more of, I want to be able to run in the long term. I want to be able to breathe without sweating Mm -hmm. (laughs) or, you know, just do regular day-to-day things. Hello, and welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Dr. Julie Fouché, family physician and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, I bring you information and inspiration to help bridge the gap between fitness and medicine and support your journey toward your healthiest self. This episode is one of a series of Pursuing Health stories. Here, I feature the inspiring stories of regular everyday people who've used lifestyle to overcome some incredible health challenges. And in this week's episode, I got to share a conversation with Jen Dudley, who was a three-sport athlete growing up but found herself in a stressful career and made a switch to nursing school, which ultimately led to an 80-pound weight gain. And no matter how many times Jen told her friends and family she was ready to make a change, she always seemed to wind up right back where she started. She finally did get the wake-up call she needed, though, and Jen quietly committed herself to start a health and weight loss journey that would stick. Over the past three years, she's lost 75 pounds, and in doing so, she's avoided chronic disease and medications and gained a love for CrossFit and a whole new community of friends. I really loved getting to know Jen in this episode and hearing her story of transformation from the inside out. She had so many wise words of wisdom to share, and I hope they'll resonate with you just as much as they did for me. Now, before we dive into the episode, I do want to make it clear that this podcast is for general information only and does not provide medical advice. I recommend that you seek assistance from your personal physician for any health conditions or concerns. And with that, let's get to the episode. So welcome to Pursuing Health. I am very excited to be here today with Jen Dudley, and I am excited to hear about your, just your personal transformation story through CrossFit. But I thought that I would start with reading something that one of your coaches at UCAN CrossFit wrote about you, <laughs> putting you on the spot. Um, but it was just really, it was really, um, it was really great. And I think it's very telling uh, in a great intro to your story. So They wrote, I watched Jen go from struggling with air squats to back squatting with a beautiful range of motion. She's lost a lot of weight, but I'd say she's even more, even more. She's brought, bought into the CrossFit community on social media. I see her constantly praising others in class and twinning with workout partners. She's also very honest and open that the process has not been easy and that there have been setbacks. She's a former meteorologist, a current night shift, NICU nurse mom to a 17 year old dog and all around (laughs) kind, amazing person. She inspired her husband to start CrossFit and he's become significantly healthier as well. She's a great example that results don't happen overnight, but consistent effort leads to better health. So that was incredible. (laughs) How does that make you feel just to hear that? Um, Maybe just a little blush. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Very, that's, it's, uh, I, I'm not very good at the receiving end, I guess you would say. (laughs) Um, But that is really cool to hear. And it is greatly appreciated whomever said that. So um, thank you. (laughs) Um, And all of that is very, I mean, very true. I, when I first started CrossFit, I could barely, I couldn't even do a lunge, couldn't do a standing lunge in place. Um, I had to hold on to the rig and my knee would not even get to the ground. Um, and it was embarrassing for me, but I know no one else thought about it. Um, it was me in my own head. 
um, thinking, watching everyone with dumbbells walking up and down, um, doing walking lunges. And here I am holding onto a rig and I can't even get my knee to the ground without either pain or just range of motion or just even standing there out of breath. Um, and I've never had that issue before. Um, I used to be a three sport athlete, um, played played soccer throughout college. Um, my first round I did, um, I had a degree in meteorology and went to Valparaiso mm-hmm. University. Um, so I played soccer there, um, played soccer in high school since I was a kiddo, um, ran cross country basketball. So I never had any like weight issues didn't, but I also didn't care what I put in my mouth. I didn't mm-hmm. really have to, um, until I got older. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and I know there probably is males on here, but even for a female, I lost so much like body fat being so active that I mm-hmm. did not have my friend of the month for mm-hmm. months on end mm-hmm. because I was so active um, mm-hmm. and little to no body fat. Um, so it's intriguing how life can just throw you for a loop. Um, yeah. And so I moved down here from little background story. Mm-hmm. Um, moved down here from Chicago by myself, um, for my first job in meteorology. Okay. Um, I did, I did forecasting for offshore oil for about a year and then seven years of, um, business aviation. Okay. Um, so during that time, it's a desk job. So therefore sitting, yeah. um, I did run. And when I first moved down here, I did do like a co-ed soccer league. Um, but I know as I'm getting older, I need to be more careful because it's just me. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't have someone drive me places. And, um, so I kind of toned that back a little bit, still ran, but I did not ever change my eating habits, even though I knew better. Um, but I didn't, um, and so, that can be especially tough, I think, just the transition from yes. going to playing so many sports and always having yes. a coach and a team to work out with to then yeah. suddenly being on your own. And I know I, yeah. I experienced that just going from high school to college. Yeah. Um, it's just hard to find what that new normal is. Yes, it is. And especially at the time where you're, you know, in your early, I just turned 23. So when you're in your early twenties, you're learning who you are, you're developing a new normal. Um, and then all of a sudden you hit like that quarter life crisis, like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm establishing a job. I do this and this and this now, now what, now, Mm -hmm. what do I do? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people, whether it's early twenties, late twenties, um, we all go through that at certain point at different levels. Um, Mm -hmm. mine was dealing with that. Um, I used to work night shift and day shift, um, with weather, weather never stops. Um, Mm -hmm. and now that helps with, uh, nursing, nursing never Mm -hmm. stops. So, um, and as for that, with the, I used to run after work, um, with meteorology, but then that slowed down. I think once I had a gut feeling something was going to be changing in our, um, in our either department in the, just in the whole realm of Mm -hmm. meteorology in general. Um, so I would not, I'm not going to lie. I would go home for a night shift and I would be mentally exhausted from anxiety. 
mm-hmm. that I would, you know what, I'm going to go home, stop at Kroger, get some nice, something awful to eat and watch my yep. favorite show and just pass out and go to bed and do the whole thing over and over again Yeah, and wonder why nothing changed. <laughs> yeah. Why all of a sudden I put on a bunch of weight and then I realized, okay, something is happening within my career and I got so anxious about it. And that's where I learned I had a little bit of anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of thought, oh, I'm just a worried person. No, mm-hmm. no, it was a little more than that. And I that. kind of um, I used the cheapest drug on the market, food. <laughs> yeah, sugar, one of the most addictive right? too. Addictive exactly. Drug. So mm-hmm. um, I even went up to my supervisor and I couldn't hold it in anymore. And I was like, is there something going to change? Um, please let me know. I just can't hold it in. I mean, you don't have to go into detail. And he was, he said, yes, but your job is safe. And that's when I was like, okay, <laughs> so time to make some changes. So yeah. that's how I ended up in nursing. It's more stable and I love babies and it wouldn't be a difference because day shift, night shift. I'm used to that. Um, <laughs> used to that. Sort of, yes. And I had to stop my job. Um, this kind of all snowballs, snowballs in together um, into how I gained all that weight. Mm-hmm. Um, like my normal was like 136, but I'm like five, four, but I didn't really look 136. I looked more like one, uh, 120s or so, mm-hmm. um, a little more tone. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, in to span of two weeks, I left my job. Um, well, I did full-time, um, prereqs and then okay. full-time work, um, and so I did 60 credit hours and worked full time wow. um, for an out for a year. And then after that, uh, within two weeks, um, my now husband and I, we moved in together. It was Christmas. I left my job. My loans didn't hit my account yet. And I started school uh, January 2nd. Wow. And once things kind of settled, I was like, oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> I can't feel my lips now. All right. <laughs> my hands are this going numb. <laughs> like yeah. this all just hit me. And um and nursing school was no joke, as I know you know from yeah. experience on even a higher level, um, with the med- just medical in general is it's no joke. Um, it's taxing, it takes time. Um, they recommended you quit your job to be able to do it. Um, to do all the clinicals for at least the nursing aspect. Um, mm-hmm. So there's where I put on a lot of the weight, at least uh, probably 80 pounds. I mean, uh, significant. I got up to 242.8 mm-hmm. um, within my first, uh, from the time I started nursing school. So about uh, 2014 until um, about two, two years, three years ago, is when I have my breaking point of, I would go to work. I wouldn't work night shift permanently now. Um, when I flip flopped, it was worse, but mm-hmm. I asked, just put me on nights. And mm-hmm. so that was fine. But again, I fell into the same bad habits. I yeah, came home. It's hard. Yeah. It, it's, it's a different, it's a different animal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then I'm getting older. So things slow down, <laughs> <laughs> um, different stressors, um, compared to before in the early twenties compared to the mid, uh, to the late, uh, late twenties, um, early to mid thirties. Um, and so all of a sudden I hit the scale and I was 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where did this come from? And my knees would hurt all the time. I was always tired. I snored, uh, plantar fasciitis, etc. Mm-hmm. I couldn't walk the stairs. I mean, it was to the point where I was constantly sweating. And what really got me was I don't want to be a 3X um, scrubs. I keep buying mm-hmm. new scrubs. I mm-hmm. don't want to do this anymore. And I never wanted to go out with my friends anymore because I was embarrassed and you know, the clothes didn't look cute anymore. Um, so I was like, I'm, I'm just sick of it. And I finally, I started CrossFit, then quit CrossFit, then, <laughs> uh, had accountability partners. Then I fell off. And until I finally had that breaking point of sitting there, having a moment, um, you know, crying and being like, you know what, just, I, I really need to get this together. And mm-hmm. what changed that um, dramatically was my father-in-law, um, had a stroke, um, mm-hmm. about 2017. And so that's when I started kind of going back and, um, I need to make some life changes here. I'm going down a bad path. And, um, that kind of woke me up. Um, he's, he's still doing okay. Um, and we took in, um, our little old man dog, which is my husband's <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> to take some pressure off his, um, his mother. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're renting right at this moment. So we'll keep it on the DL. We're not supposed <laughs> to have him. <laughs> so like he's, he's blind and he's deaf now. So he's not going to tear the house. So, Aww. but, um, he honestly, him along with finally being commit, um, like having that crash and burn moment, mm-hmm. um, and, um, with the support of my husband and the support of my family and friends. And, um, the more I talked about, I'm going to lose weight now, I'm going to do this now. It would never happen. It would backfire. Mm-hmm. I had to do it for myself. I didn't need to prove it to anybody else. I need to mm-hmm. do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I, I just didn't tell anybody and I just started doing it and I'm like, well, maybe with my actions, people will see, and maybe that can help someone else. Um, because that helped me looking at everyone else's stories. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I started going and then, um, my father-in-law went back into the hospital and, um, I put a side by side up on Facebook when I hit my 50 pound mark. And, um, my husband was like, I didn't even, I couldn't even tell. I'm like, oh, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> you not tell. He's like, I see you every day. I'm like, I, guess, I mean, I guess, but then he's like, then I remember that moment. He's like, so I work a different schedule. Just so does CrossFit have a 6am class? I'm like, oh, uh-huh. okay. Now okay. he's interested. <laughs> now you're interested. So the more I, t- you know, like I didn't talk about it. And just showed, um, then it kind of reeled him in and they didn't have a 6am at the time. And then they just started it. And I'm like, uh, well, fancy that. So, <laughs> um, so he started coming. And when I was, um, on my days off the night before I would be able to go with him and okay. we do it together. And it's something, so some couples can work out together. Some cannot, yeah. um, <laughs> we, we actually, we can. And, um, he's lost like 40 to 50 pounds. We're meal prepping. We're, you know, we're on the better route to, to all of the things. So it's brought us closer together and having healthier. Um, I mean, we're both happier internally and with ourselves that externally, it kind of makes us as a couple happier too. So Mm -hmm. 
So that's wow. helpful. That's incredible. <laughs> Good for both of you. And thank you. There's so many, so many things about that story that I would just love to dig into more. One yes. being, it sounds like you, you know, for a long time had talked about, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to make some yeah. changes and then not really sticking until like mm. you said, you reached maybe that breaking point or you decided you really wanted to do it for yourself and not necessarily yeah. for anybody else. Yeah. Um, what was different about, like, I'm sure that even when you said, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this for myself. How did you decide how to go about it? And, and what was it that helped you stick with it? Even when I'm sure you had days that were really hard. Oh, absolutely. And that's a good question. So everything, everything works different for everybody. Um, I've tried the RP. Um, I, I, I get it. And I think it's good for those who are very rigid and can, there's nothing, I'm not dissing it at all. Um, if I could do it, I totally would. It's just, I know myself and it is something that I just from my habits in the past, if I cut myself off of something, that's all I'm going to think about. Mm -hmm. So I have to allow myself to, a lot of it was portions. Mm -hmm. I started with portion control and how I started initially. And it sounds ridiculous, but, um, I actually, um, been on my fitness pal. Mm -hmm. And, um, every day. So for my very first day that I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, I purchased the, with the macros in it and all that good stuff. And I'm like, I'll get to that part later. Let me just think of what am I even doing? Mm -hmm. First of all, like get a baseline. I got a baseline. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. <laughs> I opening. <laughs> it's very it was like at right? least 4,000 a day. I mean, I'm not even, I wish I was kidding. <laughs> so <laughs> I was eating a lot. Um, and you know, just not even, not even mindful eating. Um, so now I slow it down. Um, how I started was I just logged every single thing in my fitness pal. And so I started at 4,000. So I aimed for 3,500. I did that for a week, even though that sounds like, wow, that's a lot of calories. Mm -hmm. Um, I just did that for a week. So then I would not notice it. And then when I saw every Monday, I would, I would go on the scale. If I saw it lose a little, um, then maybe I'll bump it up to another hundred. And I mm -hmm. did it so slow that my body didn't understand what was happening. Um, mm -hmm. so then I didn't go into, let me just go okay. binge mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, cause that's what I always did. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted before I did, um, like weight watchers and it was fine, but it was, oh, I'm out of points. And now all I can think about is, oh my gosh, pizza, 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 pizza. And I will mm -hmm. in the middle of the night, we'll have no shame and going out and get going to get a frozen pizza. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is the way that it worked for me personally. Um, even though it was slow and it, but it stayed off even when I, would have, I guess, quote unquote, a cheap day, a cheap meal. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't actually feel guilty about it for the first time. Um, that's when I knew what was going the right direction. And so now I'm at about 16, anywhere from 16 to 2000 calories, depending on like the workouts I do, mm -hmm. um, and that sort of thing. So it's more, it's healthier. Um, I hit my about, I want to say about two weeks ago, I hit my 75 pound, 75.2 wow. or something pound mark. Um, That's incredible. So it's, <laughs> it's, good. it's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. And, um, 
a total since 2018, January 2018, a total of uh, 53 inches overall lost. That's incredible. So, and it wow. was just from slow and steady. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing fancy, no, 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 nothing. And now I'm trying to, um, I'm working with one of the coaches at the gym and working in um, nutrition and mm-hmm. having accountability has the access to my fitness pal, uh-huh. which sometimes I'm like, I don't know what happened, man. <laughs> <laughs> but some days are like that and that's okay. Yeah. But the overall, um, I want to emphasize to people that it's the whole journey. It's not, I'm getting ready for this wedding. And before that's what it was. It was the mm-hmm. short term. I need to get ready for this dress. I need to get ready for summer. Like, no, this more, this is more of, I want to be able to run in the long term. I want to be able to breathe without sweating mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, just do regular day-to-day things. And I took for granted of what I had before and different things that I thought, oh my gosh, I thought I was big before I was, no, I wasn't, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it goes to show that so many people have the same kind of, um, uh, same thoughts, um, mm-hmm. when I talk to people about it too. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think the approach that you took, it takes so much patience and it takes so oh, much yes. trust in the long-term process, but just thinking about, like you said, it's been what mm-hmm. about three years since yeah beginning and yeah. you could have done so many ups and downs during that yeah. time mm-hmm. um, and maybe been right back where you started but instead you took the kind of the long game approach and here you are yeah. you said 75 mm-hmm. pounds and or 50 inches that's that's amazing yeah and it's a lot um, better I mean my blood pressure was never bad but I can tell um my cholesterol my triglycerides were really high Mm-hmm. Um, like my blood work, I wanted to do a before and, um, after blood work. And so, um, for, you know, I know like you and I were interested yeah. in this stuff. Yeah. I want to know what's, you know, is what's this working? On? Is my process working and what's going on internally? Um, so, um, my triglycerides did go down a lot. They were thinking I was going to have to go on Lipitor, um, for the high cholesterol, um, not blood pressure meds as of yet. Um, I was not pre-diabetic, but surely in a year, if I continued, I would be, um, I would not be surprised. Um, and if I, we didn't know if we, if we were wanting to have kids or not. And so that would, and as a NICU nurse, yeah, I'm like, this is a bad environment. Yeah. <laughs> so if I were to get pregnant. This is not a good environment for a baby. Yeah. Um, so I needed to make some changes if, um, if that were going to be in the cards. So, um, so I didn't have to go on any of the medications. Um, and I feel better. And like I said, just everything overall, the sleep is good. Sleep is better. Um, the only difference is now that I have my old man dog, um, <laughs> he, he gets a little sundowners sometimes <laughs> Poor baby. So, um, the sleep, uh, is sometimes it's like we're child. regressing to childhood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like having a newborn sort of. Yeah. Uh, That's amazing. That's amazing. And so many, like you said, having such a great perspective on, you know, even the medications that you maybe avoided or the chronic diseases that were smoldering that maybe could have started that you prevented and not, and and being able to make that those changes early before you even had them, Mm -hmm. like had to go on the medications, just, that's incredible. What -hmm. changes did you notice with your um, physical health? Like you mentioned, um, you'd had some plantar fasciitis and knee pain and 
And what have you noticed as far as your physical health and day to day? Um, so I don't sweat as much. And even in the Texas weather, <laughs> wow, that's um, an <laughs> amazing ever. And it's so funny because, um, at work, you know, hospitals are so cold and, um, all the, it's so funny. A lot of my nurses, uh, nurse coworkers, they're always like, Oh, let me go under the warmer with the baby and just warm uh-huh. up. And I'm like, before I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how you're doing this. I'm on fire. Like, <laughs> and now I'm like, wow. I actually put a jacket on. This is weird. Like, <laughs> so, um, not just like those kind of changes, but, um, and just being able to carry a conversation, walking up and down a flight of stairs, like mm-hmm. people are like, uh, Oh, let's take the elevator. I'm like, no, I'll just go up. It's only a couple of flights. It's not a big deal. Like, let's just go up the stairs. Um, yeah. and, um, like I mentioned sometimes, like if I work the night before, um, my husband will go at the 5 a.m. class now. Um, and as much as it depends on my work night, if mm-hmm. it is really taxing and I work like three or four in a row, um, 12 hours, then I might take the morning off mm-hmm. um, and then just make it up on a Saturday if I'm off that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but he will keep me accountable, even though I might not see him. Mm-hmm. Um so he'll go to the 5 a.m. and say, okay, I did this. Tell me what you get at 8.15 on your way home. <laughs> oh, man. Now okay, I have to like, go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so great. It's a, good, it's a good thing, though. Um, so uh, most of the time I do make it to the 8.15. Some, some days are me- it's more mentally taxing, yeah. even though it's probably good to get a good sweat out. But um, uh, sometimes the sleep, you got to listen to your body, too. So. Um, I will say that not, not to make it into a habit of mm-hmm. making an excuse, quote unquote, but sometimes like if you did not sleep, you're not going to perform well, you might get injured. Um, and other kind of setbacks, for example, um, I did have, I, ever since COVID I had shoulder issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get, um, preventative, um, Kenny would just be like, oh, whatever. You're just getting a massage. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Like I, this guy, he works like with the dynamo, um, like the soccer team. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I get like a sports massage and I mm-hmm. do it like twice a month, maybe. And it honestly, I never had any knock on wood injuries during the, when I had that consistently, then COVID hit. And then mm-hmm. I started getting shoulder issues and then I got a cortisone shot in one the other one I rehabbed just fine. Um, mm-hmm. so I got cleared on this one actually a week ago. So that's good news. Congrats. Um, <laughs> but again, all the homework, um, just again, the whole and slow and steady, that's the yeah. only way to do it. And, um, yes, there's been setbacks. I look on my fitness pal, um, and, oh, wow, there's 3000 over. Oops. I mean, <laughs> but I don't, it's easier said than done, but I've learned to be like, okay, well that happened tomorrow is a new day. Let's move on. And mm-hmm. I know why this happened and et cetera. And I've learned to make it such a habit of, I've logged on even during vacation, mm-hmm. um, for uh, 1,152 days in a row. Wow. So it's, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> So now I'm working, like I mentioned before, sorry, I kind of got a little sidetracked, um, with the coach on, um, working with, with the 
uh, macros. Mm -hmm. So now that I've kind of narrowed down my portions and getting into better food groups, but not cutting out stuff completely because I know my triggers and I know I don't want to go back where I was and I don't want to veer left and go hardcore Mm -hmm. uh, binge (laughs) Mm because I know my habits. (laughs) Well, that's Um, so important knowing yourself. Yes. Yes. And that took a lot. I mean, that took probably a decade. I mean, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it until I hit that moment. And, um, it's, it's just interesting to, um, I posted, I have it up here. Um, uh, not too long ago of, I loved this quote and I felt like it was very, it could be very helpful. Um, it's a uh, rock bottom will teach you lessons that mountain tops will never, uh, mountain tops never will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love that just cause we don't learn, you know, you can be on a high all the time, but what are you learning out of it? It's about yeah. the entire journey. You know, yeah. you, every day is, um, like the long grueling process. Like I know that how much you've trained for all of your, your stuff. And it's very impressive and going to school at the same time. I don't know how you did it. Um, (laughs) I had a lot of help, (laughs) (laughs) but still, I mean, it's quite amazing. And so the, again, thinking long-term and it's easy these days for quick fixes and, um, all the stuff in the commercials, like take this, take that, do this. And no, it's, it's about what old fashioned, how did they do it back then? What's in, what's out. And, and, and your mental, you got to take time for you. Mm -hmm. Um, like with, uh, I know to some, it's just a dog, but to me, he's my baby. Um, but it can be, it can be taxing too with, um, seeing, seeing him age and, um, seeing it's, it's, it's odd real life. Um, like he has diabetes. Um, (laughs) so, uh, it's and the vet even said like now that it's it's good that medicine has come a long way but we're also seeing more things like um mm-hmm. like sundowners like um doggy dementia um mm-hmm. and so it can take you know attacks on the on the owner just like as a human just as your parents or mm-hmm. anybody a caregiver um but you also have to remember to take care of yourself and so go get that massage you know go get your manic go take an hour like even if they're wait until they're asleep and go take a bubble bath or, you know, do something yeah. that is for you to mentally recharge so you can physically do the other stuff too. Yeah. So it's a big, big journey for sure. I love Men- it. Mentally, and I just, for sure. Yeah. I just love your approach of, of, like you said, kind of taking it one step at a time, looking at the yes. long game and taking care of yourself and listening to what works for you, which is not necessarily yes. going to be what works for no. everybody else. No. And I love also the, the little ways that you've worked in accountability, whether it's, you know, going to CrossFit class with your husband or finding a nutrition coach, who's going to check your, my fitness pal, but, but finding ways and surrounding yourself with people who are going to help you reach your goals, um, and help hold you accountable. Yeah. Um, any other advice that you give to someone who maybe is, is where you were several years ago, where you knew you wanted to make a change, but you felt like you kept failing or felt like you were frustrated because you didn't you were kind of falling short every time you tried and anything that you would tell yourself in that moment, or you would tell someone else going through a similar situation. And the similar situation is, I mean, just like any kind of, um, 
any, any kind of, I guess you would say an addiction. I mean, it is an addiction, um, just to take it one step at a time. Um, and for me, like it helped when I finally start, stopped talking the game and just doing the game, Mm -hmm. um, for other people, um, other people need to share all of it at Mm -hmm. once. So know, know that about you. And if you need to share it with everyone at first, then definitely, Um, for me, the more I shared it and there was no result, it was embarrassing. So Mm -hmm. for, for me personally, again, this is, you know, everybody's different. Um, I waited until all of a sudden someone was like, Hey, what's, what's going on? Something's different. And (laughs) I'm like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so that kept me going too. like, okay, now it's, now it's visible and that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. So then I started opening up and they're like, Oh, what made you change? And then I kind of started that, um, that story where when you do hit that rock bottom and for the people that are at the spot where I was before is it's okay to be upset and it's okay to be upset with yourself and, you know, take, I've learned this about myself too. And it's, um, a lot of anxiety goes hand in hand with this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And Um, some days it'll consume you and it'll consume you to the point where you don't want to move. You don't want to do anything. And Mm -hmm. for me, I started giving myself, okay, here's 10 minutes, let it all out. Mm -hmm. And at 10 minutes, we got to move forward. Like, and then it's okay. And then, you know, ironically, you would think like, oh, you're just going to get stuck in that place. No, you got all of that negative energy out and Mm -hmm. then you pick yourself up, you know, wash your face and then you, it's okay. Then you can move a little bit forward. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt like that, that giving yourself a time limit on that kind of stuff, um, instead of getting spiraling down, um, it's easy to spiral down, but putting that limit, let yourself feel, um, don't bottle it up. Um, have a great friend. Yeah. And then have a great friend that you can, um, like spit out just, even if you think it's stupid yourself, it's not stupid. You still, it, what the feeling internally might have the same feeling internally to them, but on a different, um, maybe theirs is dealing with, oh, I I can't think of an example on the spot, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) just the, the internal feeling of that, that pit, um, it, it could be one thing for someone, it could be something for the others, but the feeling is the same. So you can connect regardless of what issue is at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I was at that very bottom is when I started thinking of, okay, not only is this for myself, but this is for, you know, the, the future, um, you know, for my parents, for, for my husband, for, you know, think of one positive thing that is great about yourself that even though, yes, I have a hard time moving, I'm blessed to be able to move. Um, Mm -hmm. and to take advantage of that. Um, uh, my, my dad actually had a spinal fusion, um, and it actually went, um, it went right at first. And then, um, he was sent home a little too early and he got septic and he has, uh, he's basically on payments for the rest of his life and on antibiotics for the rest of his life. 
So, um, cause it's stuck in the hardware and, um, they don't want to go back in and have it spread, um, throughout the spinal cord. So, um, me, t- when I'm thinking of like, for example, doing hero wads and doing, um, certain exercises or certain movements or different, even just procedures and helping out at the hospital, I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, I know my dad would love to be able to do something like this. Like I am mm-hmm. blessed to be able to move. I can lift this. Even if it's, you're down on yourself, you look to your person to your right. And they're like, oh, wow, that's like 200 and something pounds. And then here I am like with a, well, I can barely get this, <laughs> this like 55 pound thing over my head, mm-hmm. but you know, it's okay. Like you can do it. Um, mm-hmm. It's your journey. It's there on their journey and it's all relative. Mm-hmm. Um, what something is for them is equally as hard. Um, you're just at a different level and it feels the same hardness as it is for them, for you. Um, but I keep thinking of those, like with the hero wads and I keep thinking of like my father-in-law and my, my own dad, that Mm -hmm. how much they, they love seeing like the stuff I put on Facebook or whatever. And they're like, wow, that is so cool. And I know that they want to do it. And so that's another motivator too, is, um, being honored that I can still do Mm -hmm. physical things. Yeah. Having that perspective, being grateful for what you have, even instead Mm -hmm. of focusing on the things that that maybe you want that you don't have. Um, Yes. And I love what you said too, about just allowing yourself to feel and not bothering up any emotions and knowing that and not judging yourself for those feelings. No. So many times we get down on ourselves and we tell these stories in our heads where we're really judgmental of the feelings we're having. Yes. in fact, they're all very normal and we, yeah. we can give our, give ourselves space to, to feel them and process them. And then, like you said, sort of pick yourself up and, and move forward. So, yeah, so many, um, great lessons <laughs> that you're sharing. There. Um, I want to start wrapping up with the three questions I ask everyone at the end of the podcast. Yes. So the first one is what are the three things that you do now on a regular basis that have the biggest positive impact on your health? Um, I would say <clears throat> CrossFit for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I don't, uh, working out when you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, some days, even though it's like, oh man, I can't do any of those movements, but I can, like, come on, you can go and you can modify. <laughs> like, you always feel better um, afterwards. Yes, you do. <laughs> Never miss a Monday. Um, I will say, uh, if the kind of like what we said before, um, to not bottle things up, allow yourself to feel, um, that's, that was a lot of, uh, I guess the underlining, uh, issues that maybe I've had before is I didn't, and then I didn't know what the root cause was. If I felt something then, I mean, I won't just randomly start getting upset, (laughs) but I mean, there's a time and a place, but I'm like, okay, get to my car. If it was a rough emotional tugging day in the NICU, Mm-hmm. then okay get my composure go once I before I leave the parking garage 10 minutes go and then mm-hmm. okay it'll be okay we're yeah. we're all right I yeah. would say that um uh take time for you mm-hmm. um even though you might have um you know if you have a bunch of kiddos um uh, maybe when they're asleep or get up an extra hour early. Oh, that's tough. Um, or, <laughs> or, or maybe that extra 15 minutes or just something, 
um, in the shower that you can like put on some jams or, you know, do something to, um, uplift your mood or, um, another one I like is looking, I, I see this a lot with, um, parents doing this with their kids. And I, and I, I really like it is saying one positive thing to yourself in the mirror every day, Mm -hmm. um, before you start your day, um, that you're grateful for and, um, and think of someone else and tell someone else something about them that, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be physical. It could be like, I just wanted just random, uh, what is it? Um, words of gratification to to others. Um, and that not only does it help others, but it, um, that you catch off guard and, you know, like what you were telling me earlier about what, um, one of my coaches said about me, like, Oh my gosh, made me blush, but you know, it (laughs) felt really good. Yeah. So it's, you know, doing that for others as well as, um, saying it to yourself, you got, it got, can't forget about yourself too on that. Um, they, what do they say? We, and we always tell the Nikki mamas, um, cause it's hard and taxing on them to leave their baby and put their full trust in us is to not only can you be there 24 seven, you're more than welcome to, but you need to put your oxygen mask on first before mm-hmm. you can help someone else. So, um, I would say that as well. I know that's more oh, than like the things, but <laughs> <laughs> they're all great. They're all great. And I love to just circling back to the emotion. Like you said, if we don't express them, then a lot of times we'll find other ways. So like you were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, whether it's food, whether it's alcohol, whether it's yes. other ways that we then try to deal with those emotions that we're not yeah. maybe letting ourselves feel, um, it can have negative consequences. So correct. Yeah. Um, the stress so holds on the weight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what about one thing that you're working on or something that, you know, would have an impact on your health, but you're having a hard time implementing it? Yes. Um, meeting those macros, um, <laughs> I will say, um, I'm trying to, I did not realize until I started focusing more on the macros on how much I thought, of, honestly, I thought it would be an issue with carbs. <laughs> But yeah. quite frankly, it's fats. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So I've been doing, um, I've been trying to incorporate. And again, with my approach, I told um, my coach, I'm like, hey, I, this is how I work. I'm very slow. I'm not a quick turner. So be, like, be patient with me. I'm probably your worst, your worst client. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, no, no, no. That's totally fine. Um like clearly it worked for you before. So I just, am slowly trying to get more protein in and focusing mm-hmm. more on healthy proteins and looking out for those fats. Um, so even though, oh yeah, like nuts, that's, you know, a good little quick little thing, but mm-hmm. that has a lot of fat. <laughs> so, um, kind of work, I'm working on that balance there, um, that's to get great. the last like 15 to 20 and then maintain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> what does a healthy life look like to you, Jen? Um, I guess you can say mind, body, and soul, the whole, mm-hmm. the whole shebang. Um, it kind of starts with your mind. Um, in, in my opinion, um, cause your mind tells you, uh, what to do, what, you know, how, how to feel. Um, so if you can try to have a positive outlook, even when you're down, just the more you repeat it, like at very first, I faked it until I made it. Mm -hmm. Um, did I believe it? All the things I said to myself at first? No, I didn't. Um, but I faked it till I made it. 
And then mm-hmm. I started like, okay, oh wow, okay, I am. And you start to believe it. I yeah. started to believe it, and then I'm like, <laughs> this this doesn't look that bad. <laughs> or um, you know, and then it just faking it until you making it kind of it's the whole mind thing, and then um, body just just move. Mm-hmm do something each day, even if it's just an extra walk, park farther away from, from the grocery store and walk that extra, you know, don't circle around. Cause half the time I see people still circling around for that <laughs> spot, and I'm already in there and I'm like, yeah, you could have been already in there and gotten some more walks steps in. <laughs> um, but, uh, stuff like that. Um, and um, like mind, body and soul and just love, um, just, you know, embrace the, the moments you have with the ones that you love. Um, always leave on a note of, um, like happiness. Every time I get off the phone with my parents or, um, any of my like very good friends, I, you never know. So you just, Mm -hmm. I always tell them, you know, see you later. And I love you. Like that's one. So love definitely, um, move your body around. Um, it helps with the endorphins and get you, get you a little pumped up, get your blood mm-hmm. circulating and your mind, um, bringing it, circling it back around to the mind and telling yourself you can do things you, um, and try as hard as it is. Some days are better than others to not compare mm-hmm. yourself to others. Just, yeah. this is your journey. This is everyone's different people's, you know, RP would work or maybe, um, uh, what is it? Macro stacks might work for some, um, others might just be slow, slow calorie counting at first, and then, mm-hmm. then get into the nitty gritty, uh, weight watchers. It all depends. Everyone's different. So find out where it works for you and, and just roll with it and take, take the time. It, it's the time and I'm not good with patience, but that <laughs> it takes patience and it's the hard work, right? There's no yes. shortcuts. There's no yes, shortcuts. Ma'am. Well, it's incredible to hear about how you've done that, how you've had the patience, you've done the hard work and you are such a positive example, just seeing, you know, just seeing, I'm sure for you, seeing your husband be able to have so much success has probably been extremely rewarding. And just like you said, doing it for you first. And then when you do that, other people notice and other people are inspired by that and they start to believe in themselves too. So Thank you so much for, you know, first doing it for yourself and not sharing, but now being willing to share your experience (laughs) with so many people because, um, because it does help and it it helps for us to all know that we're all going through similar things and, and we can all, we can all do it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I want to put a side note in there, um, that how incredible, uh, I was just, thinking I was like oh my gosh is this the same when I was talking with Megan I was like is this the same Julie that she did with the boot like, oh my god oh my god that's so cool like and your your poise and your positivity on the floor with that was just so it's it comes to the same kind of same kind of thing but different I mean it could have easily you could have easily quit and just said no I'm not doing that like but no you had like the you walked out there and just, and you did it. And it was quite impressive. So I just want to say like, that's super cool. I really admire that. Thank you. Thank you. It was (laughs) incredible. And it's, I think it's also just a testament to the, 
the CrossFit community, right? Yes. Like we, that's what's so beautiful about it is that we are there for each other when we go through yes. vulnerable moments and we can lift each other up. And I was yeah. lucky to be able to feel that in such a big way. And Absolutely. I'm sure you've also noticed that through your whole process with your community at the gym too. Yeah. I, I love it. It's everyone's like, you know, why CrossFit? Why CrossFit? And they have a, a certain image in their mind. I'm like, no, this is so different. Like, um, you can be, and when people first start, um, one person actually told me that they did a drop in at, we have like three gyms in our one little block mm-hmm. <laughs> and they came into ours because, um, they read one of the stories and they, um, uh, it was my, um, my motivational story or my, uh, uh, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so that's, cool. <laughs> that's incredible. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we still talk her and I, um, so cool. And so, uh, it, you know, it goes to show everyone, like, it's just it, yeah. it, what a community it is and how, what you don't think can be an impact is an impact. And, mm-hmm. um, and she, she was amazing. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, yeah. So it's really yeah. cool. And everyone's on the same level and new people joining if they're like, gosh, how, how do you do this? And I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I've been there. Like, mm-hmm. hold on. It, like I held on to that same rig and I could mm-hmm. not touch my floor, my knee to the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're already past that point. So if I could do it, you definitely can do it. So just stay at it. And so it's helpful. That's amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jen, so much for sharing your story and continuing to be an inspiration for all of us. Um, You too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you or someone you know has a story to share on a future episode of Pursuing Health, please write me at info at pursuing-health.com. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, please also consider subscribing and giving it a five-star rating on iTunes. It really does help to get the word out to more people.